You are listening to Moments in the Word, brought to you by Lighthouse Gospel Ministries. Thank you for joining me on Moments in the Word. I am Rick Garland, your host, and uh, I am recording this in my car <laughs> in a windstorm. So if you hear crazy sounds in the background, it's probably the wind. And so um, we're having a very windy night here in Bakersfield, California, and uh, very gusty winds. And so um, you may hear some of those sounds. I apologize if you do. Uh, I have been absent from quite for quite some time from the podcast, and uh, I got into 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 and 2 last time, and then, and that is because uh, I contracted COVID-19, uh, actually our whole family did, and uh, so we spent a few weeks recovering from that, and then uh, took some trips, uh, some vacation with the family, and then Got a head cold, a chest cold for about another week, and so sick with that. So it's been a, a lot of sickness going on the last couple of weeks, and so uh, we wanted to take time to recover, and I wasn't uh, able to really talk much. I had lost my voice uh, that, with that cold that last week, that cold, I lost my voice really good, and uh, I got a real gravelly voice, and then, uh, of course, I was coughing a lot between that and the COVID, so... Uh, we are recovered now and doing better, so I wanted to get back into the podcast and uh, get back into the Word with you. Uh, for those of you who listen, I appreciate it. Um, hope you're praying for us, for our ministry. We are hoping to get back into the prisons here pretty soon. Um, but in the meantime, I've been ministering to prisoners by letter. And uh, I, I should have an episode one of these days, and I probably will here pretty soon, where I kind of talk about, talk about our ministry and what, what work we're doing uh, so you get to know us better. But for now, let's just take a few moments to get into the Word. 1 Corinthians 15, I want to pick up where I left off. So last time we looked at verses 1 and 2. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you believed in vain. So we talked about believing in vain and uh, persevering, keeping on with what was delivered right? And then uh, pressing on in faith. So now we're going to move to verses 3 and 4, okay? And verses 3 and 4 is always has always been expressed to me, and it's, it's a very clear um, explanation of the gospel. I think it's one of the clearest explanations of what the gospel is. The word gospel means, of course, good news, but what is this good news? Right? The gospel is good news, but not all good news is the gospel. So I think we need to uh, understand that. And so, uh, verses three and four of first Corinthians 15, uh, the, the word of God says, for I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. That's the gospel. The good news is the good news that Jesus uh, died for our sins, right? He died for our sins. He was our substitute. He was our sin bearer. He bore in himself, in his body, the punishment due to you and to me. If we're believers, right, we were due the judgment, the just judgment of God, the just punishment of God. And Jesus, he took that upon himself. He died for our sins. He died for no sin of his own. He died for no wrongdoing of his own. He died for 
us praise the Lord. And he did that according to the scriptures. God had promised in the Old Testament that, that a Savior would come from the very moment of the fall. He prophesied of one that would come, right? Genesis 3.15. The very first prophecy of the coming Messiah that, that uh, uh, he said, uh, you know, you'll, you He'll crush your head and you'll, you'll bruise his heel. It, it, it was uh, the seed of the woman would come. He prophesied the virgin birth of Jesus, right? And then throughout the prophets and throughout the Old Testament, in the Psalms we see it, Psalm 22, we see it uh, there. We see it in Isaiah 53 and so many other scriptures that there was one promise who would come and die for our sins. In, in, in Daniel chapter 9, right? It says that the Messiah would be cut off, but not for himself, right? Not because of his own sins, but for the sins of others. And so... Um, when Jesus died for our sins, which is part, that's the gospel message, Jesus died, he did that in accordance with the scriptures. The scriptures had spoken of it. In other words, the good news is not just that we have a sin bearer, but that God fulfilled his promises, that God was working down through human history to bring us to the point of bringing the Savior into the world for us, that God can be trusted. His word is sure. He kept his promises. So the good news of the gospel is that Jesus died for our sins as promised in the scriptures and that he was buried. Okay. How do we know that he was dead? Because he was buried. He was buried. He stayed in there for three days and three nights in the grave. This wasn't a, a, a fake death. This wasn't a, he didn't just pass out and come back revive later on, right? He didn't just get to the point of death and then recover from his injuries. He was dead. He was prepared for burial. He was put into the grave. He was left there. He was dead. He was, he was, he was buried, completely put away. And then it says, and then he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. He rose from the dead. He came back to life again. Raised by the power of God, he defeated death. That's good news, right? Death is the enemy that none of us can defeat. Death has a hold. It has a claim on us because the wages of sin is death. Romans 6.23 The wages of sin is death. But see, death had no claim on Jesus. It had no hold on Jesus because he was sinless. He was perfect. And therefore, death could not claim him. He defeated death. And by extension, the one who had the power of death, that is the devil, Hebrews chapter 2. That's good news. And all this was done. On the third day, because that was prophesied in the Old Testament, but also it says according to the scriptures. In other words, God had promised it and God fulfilled it. So the good news of the gospel, if we're to put a definition on the good news of the gospel, we need to remind ourselves of this. This is why Christians, we need to preach the gospel to ourselves every day. Because not only, only did Jesus die for our sins, he bore our sins. We don't bear them. We're not accountable for them. And we cannot work our way into God's favor. I think a lot of times Christians, we, we accept Christ. Right? We, we have this moment of conversion, this moment of salvation. We accept Christ by faith, but then we feel like our works 
have to uh, uh, make us right with God on a regular basis. Okay, we're saved. You know, what does Paul say in Galatians? You know, those of you who, you know, you got, were you saved by faith and now suddenly you're going back and being justified by works, right? Right, that's that's how we look at it. It's like, oh, I have to, I have to do these things in order to make God happy with me. God's happy with us if we're in Christ. He's pleased with us if we're in Christ. Uh, our sins are not counted against us in Christ. We need to preach to ourselves that Christ was our sin bearer. We are not at any point in our uh, Christian life our own sin bearer. That That is all upon the Lord Jesus Christ. And that he was dead and he came back to life. He rose from the dead which secures our resurrection. We have hope. We can believe and have faith in the coming resurrection from the dead because Christ himself was raised. And we'll see later in this chapter that that's, that's the grounding of hope in our, our faith is that Christ was raised from the dead, never to die again. And all of this was done because God fulfilled his promises. God can be trusted. God's word can be trusted. God will do what he has promised to do. That's the good news of the gospel that we should preach to ourselves every single day. We don't bear our own sins. We, we have a sin bearer. We have one who is held accountable for our sins. We have a future hope. Because he was raised from the dead and God fulfills his promises because he did all of this according to the scriptures, according to what he had promised to us. So let me encourage you today. Preach the gospel to yourself every single day. Remind yourself. We need to remind ourselves, all of us, that we have a sin bearer, we have a future hope, and we have a God who fulfills his word and promises. What a glorious truth we should hold on to and remind ourselves of each and every single day of our lives. Lord, thank you so much for the hope of the gospel. Thank you so much that you were our sin bearer. Thank you so much that you rose from the dead, that we know we're assured of a future because you've gone before us. And thank you for fulfilling your word, keeping your promises over and over and over again. We see that your promises are true throughout the scriptures, the Old and the New Testaments. We see that you do what you say you're going to do, and we need to trust in you. We need to believe in this God who keeps his promises. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Moments in the Word. Lighthouse Gospel Ministries is an outreach ministry focused in street and prison evangelism, as well as reaching the needy with hope and help. To partner with us financially, go to gospelbeacon.org. All donations are tax deductible. We hope you were blessed and hope you will join us again for Moments in the Word.